Welcome to Beyond the Minimum, where we'll be exploring the world of work. We'll be chatting about concepts, ideas, and phrases, explore practices, and delve into what good looks like. Work can be purposeful, value-led, and more meaningful to all who interact with the workplace. This podcast is brought to you by Tanya Hewitt, who lives in unceded Algonquin Anishabe territory, otherwise known as Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Hi everyone, how are you doing? There are an awful lot of podcasts out there. Many podcasts have been recorded and then stopped. Many of them still have value, but others have just fallen by the wayside. Other podcasts, though, are just getting onto the market, kind of like the one you're listening to right now. There is immense value in rating and reviewing podcasts that you listen to. And the reason for this is there are, as I had mentioned, an awful lot of podcasts out there that aren't being listened to. Algorithms need ratings and reviews in order to know that something is being accessed and something is being appreciated. If you're listening to podcasts, and I myself am guilty of this, listening to podcasts, very much appreciating these podcasts, but not going that extra step to rate or review, then you might be hampering other people from finding your favorite podcast simply because it's going to be lost in the noise of all of the other podcasts out there. So if you are a podcast listener, and I assume you are because you're listening to this, I would encourage you to find the podcasts that you are listening to and give them some kind of rating, give them some kind of review. I know that Apple iTunes does this well. I know that Spotify, this works and uh Podbean, you can give re- comments on each on episodes. I'm not familiar with all of the co- podcast platforms out there, but I would though encourage you if you are appreciative of a podcast's existence to take the time and rate and review it. It will make a difference in that podcast's in the way that it can be found and in the way that whatever hosting platform will treat that podcast. So as I had said, I would I would love if you could rate or review this podcast. That would be lovely. Uh, but I would, it would ask you to take a look at the podcasts that you are listening to and rate and review them so that others would be able to take advantage of the wonderful world that you are discovering and you can share this incredible knowledge source that you have found with a larger audience. Today's episode is expanding our vocabulary. Hello everyone. 
Today's expanded vocabulary is poverty pornography. That might sound a bit striking, but in general, it is exploiting the poor's condition to generate the necessary sympathy to gain support. It really starts to take hold in charitable organizations, especially those that are centered in African countries, Central American countries, some Asian countries, you get the idea. It reinforces a hero victim mindset in that without your coffee donation, you can save this child's life kind of thing. And otherwise, this child is destined to die from hunger. In this kind of portrayal, this really denies agency to the people who might be receiving donations. And when that happens, the donor believes that they are necessary and victorious in being able to allow people who otherwise couldn't fend for themselves the means to start to put their lives together because without the intervention, then they wouldn't be able to do it. And that's just very disingenuous. It's as though without the donor, the victim w it just has absolutely zero worth. It is the donor exclusively who gives the the worth to everything. And that kind of interaction is what poverty porn is all about. There is a fabulous campaign that addressed this. It ran from 2012 to 2017. They released a single very much along the same lines as Live Aid, and it was called Radiate Africans for Norway. I will put the link in the show notes, but they recorded a number of videos. Some of them are absolutely hilarious. They gave out Rusty and Golden Radiator Awards for those years, whereby they recognized which kinds of advertisements really put themselves into this poverty porn category and which kind of advertisements alternatively were focused more on the outcome that your dollar donated could give as opposed to just harping on the helplessness of, of the situation. The Rusty Radiator Awards recognized a one-dimensional portrayal of a society instead of being more holistic. Obviously, needs are great, and that's not what this is saying. It's not saying that there isn't any need for donations, but it is critiquing the way that the donations are being sought and reinforcing this, well, colonialism attitude, really, is not helpful and 
in those golden radiator awards, you can see a different way to approach donating or portraying needs in Africa. And they're, they're very refreshing. It's not as though you believe that this victim is dependent upon you completely in order to, for their mere survival. It is recognizing that this initiative that they're working on needs some assistance, but otherwise is a very strong initiative and is asking for some help. And of course, help is always a reasonable thing, just so as long as it is well-intentioned and does not, is not accompanied by this dependence kind of relationship. In fact, when you look at the charity world, there is a fabulous organization, and I'll put again the link in the show notes, in Canada called Charity Intelligence, where that organization really looks at how dollars are spent, and they're looking at impact. They're looking at, is this actually making a difference? So they're not as critiquing of the advertisement as Radiate has been, but they do look at how dollars are spent by organizations and the impact that is having. So it is important to recognize that a lot of charity dollars can be basically just given over with the expectation that it's being used to create impact. But in some cases, the impact is not as high as it could be. And this is where charity intelligence comes in, in order to do the analysis to demonstrate to at least Canadians, how monies are being spent and what impact is actually being realized by the group that is that the charity is actually there for. So it's it's a large subject. I'm, I'm really only brushing the surface here, but I would encourage you to look at some of the fabulous satirical videos that Radiate had created in their campaign that ended in 2017. But it really reinforces this whole idea of a one-dimensional portrayal being so damaging. There's a, a beautiful video there when in Norway it gets cold. There's snowbanks and people slipping on ice and people freezing while waiting outside and oh how horrible is this? And again, if that's the only portrayal you get, this becomes a very sliced narrative. And a lot of us in the developed world have been given only that kind of slice for a lot of countries in Africa, which don't actually correspond to that slice. It's just not the whole truth. And when we ascribe just one narrative to an entire country, or in many cases, an entire continent, 
and we get the kind of reactions that we got in the in the 1980s you know live aid and all of the songs that came out of that the the song that was recorded by african artists in 2012 was just amazing as a reaction to all of that uh, there's another website that I probably won't be able to find. I'm sure it's it's long since disappeared, but it was really showing the damage that 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 the Live Aid kind of approach had given to um, to recipients and to the donors. You know, it was a very, as I said, colonial type of relationship, which really we I hope we are in an era where we can recognize that that kind of relationship is not helpful and should not be continued. So overall, the the uh, expanded vocabulary is poverty pornography. I will put some links into the show notes, including the Wikipedia page, which I think is a very helpful page to look at this. You could also just Google this and you'll get a number of hits. And I hope that you will be able to recognize poverty pornography that might be coming to you in in many charitable appeals and how you can be a little bit more critical of how organizations are asking for money and how damaging they might be setting a relationship up to be. Everybody needs a helping hand every once in a while, and that's fine. But a dependence and a, a, a hero mindset is certainly not the way that we want to be approaching this. I thank you for listening. I don't know if this is your first episode or if you were a regular listener, having really appreciated some of this content. I just wanted to tell you that I really do appreciate you for listening. If you would like to express your gratitude for this podcast, I would encourage you to buy me a coffee. Head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash Tanya H. That's buy, B-U-Y, me, M-E-A, coffee, C-O-F-F-E-E, all one word, dot com slash T-A-N-Y-A-H, Tanya H. I will put this in the show notes, and I would really sincerely appreciate your support. In addition to that, you can rate and review this podcast, and I really, really appreciate that you are here listening to what I am sending out to you guys. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to Beyond the Minimum with Tanya Hewitt. We hope this episode aligned with you. Maybe it was diametrically opposed to you, but at any rate, we trust it made you think. The more we can think about our workplaces and start talking about them, the more we can collectively make a real difference. If you're living in Canada, please find out the Indigenous territory in which you reside and begin using it to introduce yourself. Please reach out to Tanya through her email tanya at beyondsafetycompliance.ca. Connect and chat with her on LinkedIn, follow her company Beyond Safety Compliance, and remember to ask yourself the question, how does your work look? Because we can always go beyond the minimum.